Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Special episode of Straight Fire Labor Day weekend. We've got a tremendous guest, Matthew Barry, with all your fantasy football needs. I have, you know, me and my son have four drafts, four this weekend. It is going to be crazy bonkers. We're actually out of town this weekend. We are going to be drafting and doing mock drafts just so we 
are ready to go. And Matthew Barry is the perfect guest to get you through your NFL drafts. Um, it's a long interview. Matthew is goes deep beyond. He names three guys I don't even know exist on the fantasy realm. So there's a lot of stuff. We'll talk about college football next week. Congrats on the 12th team expansion college football. We're all happy for it. We're all here for it. But without further ado, let's get to our guest, Matthew Barry of NBC Sports. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome in to Straight Fire a special guest. He's the preeminent fantasy football voice in America. He's also been in a movie with Robert Downey Jr. I figured I'd put that near the top. He is probably... One of the most talked about guys in sports media over the last month because he left ESPN, what, left ESPN for NBC, Peacock. He's going to be on Sunday Night Football. I mean, he's everywhere. Matthew Barry, what's up, man? Life is good, my friend. Life is good. I'm, uh, it's, you know, it's August. It's busy, obviously. I'm, I'm an accountant and it's tax season, but uh, I've never been happier, man. Life is great. Jeez, you get, get out. You, you leave the Death Star in uh, Bristol, Connecticut. And you move over to NBC, and I'm listen. I read the great column. Um, you brought your column from ESPN NBC. I read it about the move. I'm sure everybody yep. reads the column, so they don't need the background. But I'm just curious: were there moments where your stomach was kind of in knots, and you were like, "Jeez, I I, I can't leave. I got to just stay. Let me just stay because staying is easier. You're in your comfort zone. It's sometimes tough to make that leap off the cliff, right? A thousand percent. ESPN was my home for 15 years. I am fr- I'm still good friends with many people that still work there. I have really fond memories. And I feel like as, re- as it relates specifically to ESPN Fantasy, that in many ways I, I kind of I helped build the place, you know. And um, I take a lot of pride in what we accomplished over that 15 years. And, you know, when I joined ESPN, their, their fantasy product was third in the market by a significant margin. And when I left, it was number one by a significant margin. And so I, mm-hmm. I'm really proud of that. And. You know, fantasy, when I got there, was, you know, behind a paywall and uh, was sort of in this, you know, in the back. You had to really click through a lot of pages on ESPN.com to get there. And by the time I left, it was, you know, you had, you had Sports Center hits about it and you had, you know, full on shows and podcasts. And it was on the front page of ESPN.com and millions of people played their game. And so I'm really proud of it. So it was to answer your question, Jason, 100 percent. I definitely mm-hmm. like. I have friends there. We live, you know, my, my wife and, and kids, we live nearby there. Um, you know, it, it's home. I, I know everyone in the building. It's yeah, it was definitely nerve wracking because you never know how it's going to be somewhere else. And, you know, you, I knew exactly what I was getting with ESPN. So definitely, uh, definitely moments of doubt. Um, because by the way, like, I, as I've said, ESPN offered me a nice, you know, a nice, made a off, nice offer to stay. There were some caveats in it that I didn't, that ultimately I, I didn't want to go for. But, like, they didn't push me out. You know, they didn't, like, um, they, you know, they, they offered for me to stick around. And, you know, and, and not in a, not in a, like, here's the terrible offer we know you're going to, you know, turn down kind of way. They, I mean, they, they offered me a raise. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you made the right decision, and it's early. You know, who knows? Yeah. But um, ultimately, I, I just remember, you know, Matthew Berry is one of these guys, like, I know he's a big-time deal. He's been in movies. You know, he's huge. When I ended up parting ways with the big lead, 
maybe like, I don't know, four years ago now. You know, I got texts from some people at ESPN. And Matthew Beer yeah. is one of them. It was one of the kindest notes. I was like, geez, you know, that that what a nice guy. Taking time out of his important day to mention, hey, I had a good run. Um, so just so you guys know, he is a good dude. Now, I'm, now that I said something nice, Matthew, ha. I'm going to go uh, a little against the grain here. Fantasy football, where are you most against the market of any player, uh, preferably at the top of the draft, for 2022? Uh, well, I got two for you. I mean, I think I don't think I'm, I'm I don't think I'm crazy against the market, but I'm definitely much higher on Jalen Hurts this year than I am. I think everyone else. He's currently going as like quarterback eight on Yahoo. I am a QB four overall. I think number one quarterback in fantasy is within the range of outcomes for Jalen Hurts. Again, I am at four. I have I have uh, Josh Allen, Mahomes, and Herbert uh, as my top three ahead of uh, Jalen Hurts, but uh, I. I'm all in on Jalen Hurts, and I know people in Philadelphia are like, ah, we don't know. We don't know about the arm strength, and we don't know about the accuracy. The thing I go about with Jalen Hurts real quickly is that if you look at Jalen Hurts' second year in the NFL, which was this, this past season, and you compare it to the second year of another quarterback that had a lot of rushing ability, but there were questions about his accuracy, and Josh Allen, and you compare Jalen Hurts' second year in the NFL to Josh Allen's second year in the NFL, Jalen Hurts had more passing yards, more rushing yards, a higher accuracy, a higher completion percentage, same amount of interceptions, same average touchdowns per game. Basically, you know, and that was, by the way, Josh Allen had his entire rookie year starting. Jalen Hurts only had only four games in his rookie year, and he was starting under Doug Peterson, who was fighting with the, you know, the front office. That's right. Uh, it was kind of a mess, and the best guy he had to throw to his rookie year was Greg Ward a converted college quarterback, right? AAF superstar, Greg Ward. Like, yeah. so, I mean, and, 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 you know, Josh Allen, he's had some professional wide receivers there his first year and in, uh, in second year in Buffalo. What happens going into year three of Josh Allen's career, they get him Stefan Diggs. All of a sudden the completion percentage goes up mm -hmm. by a lot. Josh Allen finishes as the number one quarterback in fantasy. What happens going into year three for Jalen Hurts? They get him AJ Brown. And so I'm not saying he has the arm strength of Josh Allen. I'm not saying he's as good as Josh Allen. But I'm saying behind that offensive line, which I think is one of the best in the NFL, with that schedule, the Eagles have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL this year. Um, the addition of A.J. Brown, second year in Sirianni's system, the fact that there's no real competition. Like, Gardner Minshew is only getting in there unless there's if there's an injury. Like, they are all in on Jalen Hurts this year. I think he's – and we already know about the rushing, double-digit rushing touchdowns last year for Hurts. Hey, yeah, number one quarterback in fantasy is within the realm, and I have him as a top five play. Would you say, Matthew, would you say a lot of that is more due to the uh, opponent's schedule, uh, which is very weak? They, they play one of the easiest schedules in the league, or because they added A.J. Brown? I think it's all of it. I think okay. it's all of it, and they have a good offensive line, and uh, I think he'll, he'll be in the system. Again, remember, he got only four games as a rookie under a different head coach. So now coming into last year, like, again – his best wide receiver was a rookie uh, in Smith, new system, uh, you know, new offensive play caller. And by the way, all these questions around him, is Jalen Hurts the guy? Hey, they have a low draft pick. Will they trade up? Will they try to get one of these other quarterbacks? Right. You know, there was all these questions about him in the going into last year. Um, and, uh, you know, will they? And they did. Right. You know, so, I mean, mm -hmm. I just I, yeah, I think. Cause that goes into a player psyche, right? You know, where yeah. you're, it's a little bit, it's, it's one thing to play when you know, like, Hey, by the way, you've got a short leash. Cause if you don't do it, we're drafting an, another guy next year or, Hey, 
we're in on you. You're the guy. Don't sweat it. You know what? You throw a bad pick. You made a bad pass. It doesn't matter. You're the guy. And um, I think there's something to that. So, uh, yeah, I'm in on Jalen Hurts. And I'll give you one more that I'm way off on uh, against the grain here because I know you're a Jets fan. Oh, no. And so I am anti Brees Hall in terms of where he's going in drafts. Hear me out, Jason. And and you tell me I'm playing to your wheelhouse here. But Brees Hall on Yahoo is going in the top. He's going running back 19. He's going as a top 20 running back. And the argument, the Brees Hall pro argument, maybe you give me a different one. But as I understand it, the Brees Hall argument is, first off, just he's talented, right? No one's questioning right. that. The, the, the college tape guy was terrific. He was terrific last year. Um, so I, I believe in the talent and the draft capital. You know, obviously, to take a running back that high, you expect to use him. Okay, fine. Here's my anti-argument. The Jets last year, no team in the NFL ran less than the New York Jets last year. <laughs> it's it is, they're always it is not, trailing. <laughs> right. Well, what changes yeah. this year? Like, do we suddenly <laughs> think their defense – exactly. Do we think all of a sudden their defense is going to be great? We don't. We still think it's going to be a defense in transition. And um, and so, by the way, and it's an offensive line that also is a work in progress that just mm-hmm. lost Mekhi Becton. Like, that's not good. And, 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 by the way, you have a San Francisco-based coaching staff. And by based, I mean, you know, they came from Kyle Shanahan that likes to use multiple running backs. They come out of the Shanahan school where you use multiple running backs. If you look at the numbers from last year, whether it was Tevin Coleman or Ty Johnson or Michael Carter, they used multiple running backs. No running back on the Jets got more than 200 total touches last year. And and so um, now you've got Michael Carter, who's still good, who, by the way, was playing with the ones in the preseason. Uh, I believe this is a running back by committee. I don't think Michael Carter is suddenly going away. So I think it's a Brees Hall-Michael Carter committee behind a, let's call it middle of the pack, and I'm being generous here, offensive line on a team that will either not be able to run or is unlikely to run because they're going to be trailing in games. Mm. And so for him to be going as a top 20 running back in as a committee on a bad team that's not going to be in scoring position that often, like jury is still out on Zach Wilson. Mm. I, to me, Brees Hall's uh, draft position in – Redraft leagues is insane to me. I get it for dynasty, but it's insane to me for redraft. I'm just curious. Uh, like, do you remember who Q or running back 19 was last year? And like, who are 18 and 20? Like, who's around Brees Hall? Uh, it's well. That's what's interesting about fantasy this year. I don't remember who running back 19 was last okay. year. I don't remember uh, ADP. But what I can tell you in terms of who's around Brees Hall right now, it's a lot of guys that I also don't like. And that is, <laughs> we, we've been calling it the running back dead zone. And yeah. so the guys in that range are Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, Antonio Gibson, um, Cam Akers. Wait, wait, David Montgomery? Wait, wait, what do you not like about Montgomery? Just the offensive line is garbage? And, and and there's no guarantee he gets the insane volume that he got last year, right? I mean, Khalil mm-hmm. Herbert's a good running back. They yeah, like Khalil good. Herbert. They, and so Herbert's a little bit banged up right now, but when Herbert's fully healthy, we don't know that it's not a committee. It That is probably the worst offensive line in football, yeah, the Bears this terrible. year. It's – and – um, so, you know, if, if Dave Montgomery is not, not a part of the passing game, if they're, if, if it's more of a split with Herbert and by the way, a full year of Justin Fields, we don't know what that, if Justin Fields vultures, I don't know, call it four <laughs> touchdowns. No, seriously. Over the course of that, a year, that's fair. Jordan, yeah. J- Justin Fields takes, you know, instead of handing it off to my Montgomery, he, he, you know, he does an option and he keeps it or he throws it and they use his mobility to get him outside, you know, outside of the pocket. Like that matters. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> real quick. Um, so I, but what I was going to say, Jason, sorry, because um, I'm just talking so much, but you're like my uh, my third interview today. After yeah, I know. Show. You're in so high demand, been, bro. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, I'm an accountant. It's tax season. But what I would say, Jason, is, is that uh, with Montgomery specifically, but any of those guys, they all have sort of to be draft. They're being drafted in that range. The mm. rounds four to six. The running back dead zone, they're being drafted in that range because they're a running back, because there's a scarcity of the position, not because we think they're great, not because, and by they, I mean, or we, I mean, just fantasy managers in general. I would much rather draft a wide receiver. Give me the Allen Robinsons and the Brandon Cooks of the world. Give me the, um, mm. you know, give me, give me guys like that. Give me the, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of another, uh, give me Terry McLaurin in that range. Like, give me, you know, th- there are guys even, you know, Give me Cortland Sutton, you know, um, give me guys like that. Over Brees Hall, interesting. Now, wait, wait what about the oh, kid Pierce, because, Pierce from Houston? Do you like Pierce it, over Brees Hall? Yes, yes. Mm. And and by the way, but that's what I'm saying is, is like once you get out of the running back dead zone, just again, I'm going off of ADP, average draft position on Yahoo specifically. NBC has to deal with Yahoo. So, you know, I got to be a company man. Yeah, but I, no, suspect it's, I suspect it's the same thing on ESPN or sleeper or uh nfl cbs my fantasy league wherever you play mm-hmm. um that that once you get past that that uh that running back dead zone there are guys like ramondre stevenson and damian pierce and aj Dillon, guys that i like much much more and they're going later because of perceived uh perceived lack of value because they're in some sort of a committee or there's questions um, you know, Damien, how good is Houston really going to be? You know, fourth round rookie. And I, I prefer, to me, those guys have basically the same amount of upside, which much less cost than the guys in that running back dead zone. So what I've told people that listen to the fantasy football happy hour, which is my podcast, which is available on on Peacock and the uh, the um, the new NFL on NBC YouTube channel and wherever you get podcasts. What I've said to people on the fantasy football happy hour is that um, is that. If you're not getting a running back in the first or second round, I want you to wait. Go zero RB. Yeah. Get elite wide receivers. Get an elite tight end. Get an elite quarterback. And then once you get out of like rounds five or six, then you start loading up on like on the on you know those the Ramondre Stevensons, the Damian Pierces, the AJ Dillons of the world. And there are guys going even later. Mike, I'd much prefer Michael Carter at his ADP than Brees Hall at his. I you know yeah. give me Daryl Henderson at his ADP than Cam Akers at his. Because those are going to be committees, and I'd much rather have the lower-priced guy. By the way, that doesn't that doesn't have you know a health concern in the case of yeah. you know Henderson versus Akers. They both have injury concerns, but you know Henderson has never torn his Achilles. So I, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, like, like I don't mean to be disrespectful to Cam Akers. I like Cam Akers. We're rooting for Cam Akers, but I think the idea that he's suddenly going to get 80 percent of these running back snaps, and that's where he's being drafted as is insane. He's going as running yeah. back 17. I'm like, well, uh, Daryl Henderson is good, guys. Kyron Williams, like, to, to hold out a day three rookie, you know, in Kyron Williams, um, uh, you know, a day three guy out of the pre- last preseason game because you don't want him to get hurt. When McVay did that, you're like, oh, he either really likes Kyron Williams or he's really worried about Cam Akers. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'll say this about the Jets, and I know nobody really cares, but the Jets offensive line, I would say is slightly above average if Dwayne Brown coming over from Seattle, I know he's a fossil, but if he plays as well as he has the last few years, and Tomlinson was a steal from San Fran, AVT pretty damn good. Fant is a above serviceable right tackle. Like they could be good. I have a feeling the Jets are going to be. Hey, we're going to ride the defense. We're going to. I know we got some young guys, some new faces, but I think the Jets can try to win some low scoring games this year. So I kind of like Hall okay. a little. I don't. I don't hate him the way you do, but I'll say this: no, the no, Jets' but, but Jason, offensive Jason. line, Matthew, sets up better than say Dallas with Zeke Elliott, who people seem to be overdrafting. And you, you're like a big fan of Zeke. Like I don't I know about this team this year, man. Okay, well, hang on for a second. Before we get into Zeke, I'll just say I want to be very clear here. I don't hate Brees Hall. I hate Brees Hall's average draft. Right, position. at 19. Right, right, right. At 19 right. among running backs. That's what I hate. And so, again, you you know, even if everything you just said is true, think about that. Low-scoring team. Like, we all like we, – we like Elijah Moore. We're interested in Garrett Wilson. They just got C.J. Uzoma. They've still got Corey Davis. Yeah. Like, like, you know, I mean, again, if they're winning games 17 to 14, if that's the idea, and they're scoring two touchdowns a game, how many of those two touchdown games come to Brees Hall? I, I just, you know what I mean? Like, and so if he's not scoring and you're talking about a slower paced offense now, we're going to try to grind out these games with our decent defense, which I buy that premise. I buy that, I buy that they might try to attempt that. It, it still doesn't make me think like, oh, I want a piece of that because yeah. it's still going to be a committee. Like, you'll agree with this statement, I think. Even the most optimistic Jets fan would agree with this statement, which is Michael Carter's not going away. Michael Carter's a nice player. Michael yes. Carter did nothing wrong last year to lose his job. I I would agree with that. Uh, the only yeah. problem is the team sucked, and they're going to be bad again. But wait, uh, if you said Brees Hall is 19, where is Ezekiel Elliott? Uh, I, have a Zeke, I have Zeke at 15. Here's, wow. a, here's what so I would say. closer than I thought. I thought people were taking Zeke as like a top 10 running back. Okay. No, no, no. Zeke That's is good. going That's like, a, like he's going as, I think I have him at 13, and I think he's going as running back 15 on Yahoo. I like Ezekiel Elliott. The problem with Ezekiel Elliott is that he's boring. Is, oh. is that like people, <laughs> no, in, in, all, in fantasy, he's boring. Because what happens is, is that in a draft, people will say, you know, people will say Damian Pierce. And everyone in your draft league, everyone ooh. in the league is going to be like, ooh, oh, yeah, oh, I wanted him. <laughs> Damn it, I wanted him. Oh, man, that was my sleeper or whatever, right? Yeah. That's what happens. You know, like there's always that trendy guy, Chris Olave. Oh, ooh, you know, Chris mm, yeah, Olave. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Pitts. When you draft Kyle Pitts, everyone in the league is going to go like, ah, oh, man, I love Kyle Pitts this year. No one's going to do that with Ezekiel Elliott. No one's going to be like, damn it. And, you know, they're just going to be like, okay, whatever, Zeke. He's boring. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, but the – but – Think about this with Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott. I get it. Everyone looked at him last year like, oh, he's slow and Tony Pollard's fast. And he's, he's lost it. And he's just been pounded into the ground. I talked to a number of coaches with the Cowboys at the Combine last year, this past February. And they, to a person, separate conversations. This wasn't group thing. Separate conversations. And they were all, no one realizes how badly Zeke was hurting last year. Mm. Guy could, he could barely walk. He, he partially tore his PCL in week four. Well, before he got hurt, first four weeks of the season last year, he was a top six running back in fantasy. He averaged 99 wow. yards a game in those first four games. 
And that includes the Tampa Bay game where he didn't run against them and no one can run against the Bucs. But he averaged 99 yards from scrimmage those first four games. He scored four touchdowns in the four games. He was the sixth best running back in fantasy on a points per game basis. Love, can I ask? Tells, yeah. Let me jump in and ask you something. So do you think a lot of that had to do with Dak not running off the injury? Because there are reports he's going to run more this year and he might need to with no left tackle. Yeah, he's going to have to run a little bit more, and I think that's partially it. But I also think it's partially like that's just how McCarthy is and how candidly Jerry Jones mm. wants that offense to go. It's just like, you know, it's it's a little bit of like, hey, I'm paying this guy all this money. You're going to run him. Ezekiel Elliott has never had less than 16 touches. Think about Ezekiel. Ezekiel Elliott was a top 15 fantasy running back last year. As mm. plotting as he was, as slow as he looked, as bad as and disjointed as the Cowboys offense looked at time, because he just gets insane volume. He just yeah. he constantly gets work. And so this year, he's going to get work. He's going to get the early down work. He's going to get the red line and goal, red zone and goal line stuff. They'll use Pollard more in the passing game, especially because Gallup's not 100% healthy yet. They lost Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson. It's really just CeeDee Lamb. So I think you'll see more of a more balanced offense this year. I think they'll use Pollard in the passing game. Pollard played some wide receiver in college. But – Zeke's still going to wind up with 16 to 18 touches a game on one of the better offenses in football. Tyron Smith's injury, that is not ideal, of course. Again, Zeke Elliott may average 3.5 yards per carry. Like, it may not be pretty. It may not be efficient. But just because of the volume and the goal line work that he's going to get, he's going to get 1,000 yards. He's going to get 10 touchdowns. He's Like, there's a floor with Zeke. And at full health, like – he could easily be a top 10 guy if it falls Definitely. right. So I, I'm I'm in on Zeke this year. Again, at his ADP. I don't love or hate players. I love or hate where they're getting mm-hmm. drafted. And for Ezekiel Elliott, to, to your point, to be only be a couple spots ahead of Brees Hall, maybe a round ahead of Brees Hall, uh, you know, round and a half, to me, like, give me that a guy off. that's proven yeah. on an offense. Whatever you think of Dallas, Jason, you don't think they're – you don't think they're equal to the Jets. They're going to be a much better offense than the Jets. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, we could wrap up with this, Matthew. So, you know, last year I ended up losing in the championship because I, first of all, Amaras St. Brown went off for this guy. Yeah, I did. And, and I'll say this. I know a lot of people think you win with the draft. Like, you really win with the waiver wire and late season bullshit because I, I know yes. this guy who beat me, Justin Jackson, the week before. Like the backup to yeah. Eckler, uh, is he yeah. Austin Eckler had like a huge game, and then Amaral St. Brown destroyed me in the championship game. I, like a jackass, I benched Boston Scott for for uh, Ronald Jones, who did nothing against the pathetic Bengals. Anyways, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. Um, yeah, no, you're clearly this, over it. Yeah, I'm over it. What is the state of play right now, Matthew? Around late round flyers, like backups who could pop. Amaral St. Brown was like a midseason guy. Justin Jackson, Boston Scott, like. Uh, Foreman, I had on my bench last year, uh, the, the the backup for Derrick Henry, I think. Um, yeah. Give me some late-round names that not everybody and their mom is on uh, when they Google late-round fantasy flyers or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the challenge, of course, is right, is that, like, there's so much in, there's so much coverage that it's hard to do that. But I will do that, and I think you're absolutely right. What I would say in general very quickly is that the that your draft is a blueprint. You don't need to leave the draft with a team that you're going to start every week, week in, week out, because that's impossible. Even if you have full health of everyone, and even if you nail every draft pick, the fact is is that there's going to be bye weeks. So your team is always a work in progress. And there are always guys like you mentioned Amon Ross St. Brown, Jalen Waddle had a huge year. 
Justin Jackson, the one the one week that Eckler was out with COVID, he had that big game. But right, but there's also like even like think about Devontae Freeman, who a year ago at this time was sitting on his couch hoping for a gig. But then the mm. you know the Ravens called him, and from weeks nine through four, uh, I'm sorry, weeks nine through uh, I think twelve or thirteen last year, he was like a top sixteen fantasy running back. Like Devontae Freeman, there was about a month there in the middle of the season where Devontae Freeman was useful. And so there's going to be pockets like that. that you know, there were like a couple of weeks last year where Daryl Williams of the Chiefs was useful. And so there's always going to be guys like that. I agree with you, Jason, that it is uh, it is constant monitoring of the waiver wire and improving your team. Think about Debo Samuel over the second half of last year. He was fine in the first half, but then he just absolutely crushed down yeah. the stretch. I, had I, I mean, I know. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, I know people that won their championship with Jared Patterson. Because oh, Antonio Gibson on. was out. Or, that, that's not yeah. right. Jeez. Yeah, but that, that's right, so, what you have to do. So in terms, so of I have some, some names. So hold, hold on. Yeah. Okay. Good. You, yeah, you, go you, you tell me your guys. So I have an ongoing list in my notes. Whenever I like hear something on a podcast or TV or see it on a, on a story, um, I'm gonna say this kid Sharp, wide receiver for the Bears, Tajay Sharp. Did he even make the team? I don't know. Um. Yeah. I'm not. I to me, I would much if I'm investing in the Bears passing game. For a late round guy, give me Cole Komet, their okay. tight end, who's going outside the top 12 of tight ends on Yahoo. I think he's going at tight end 15 the last time I looked, but he's going way, way late. Cole Komet last year had over 90 targets, over 60 receptions, zero touchdowns. Insanely unlucky. Just <sighs> yeah. really, really unlucky. But I mean, like, it's, he's like the poor man's Kyle Pitts. You know, we talked about Kyle Pitts scored only like the one touchdown last year. Um, Cole Komet, and meanwhile, the Bears had three other tight ends. Jimmy Graham, Jesper, mm. they, you know, they had a couple of guys and those three tight ends got 34 targets and scored six touchdowns on 34 targets. And Cole Komet had zero on over 90, 91 like targets that. to be exact. So I think Komet is going to be a, a, has a, a lot of positive regression. So there's that. Um, I'll give you some names here in terms of, uh, in terms of late round running backs. We've already talked about a bunch of them. Uh, so I'll, you know, um, but, you know, I, th- I think Kenneth Gainwell is interesting. I think uh, Michael Carter is interesting. I think in a PPR league, I think Naheem Hines is interesting. Um, you know, some of those guys, you want to throw a name at me, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an answer. Uh, but yeah, how about – uh, co- that- Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Josh Palmer, L.A. Chargers. Yep. I was going to mention him. In terms of okay. wide receivers, I, li- I really like – no, I like Palmer quite a bit. I like um, – uh, Josh Palmer is great. Third wide receiver for uh, for the Chargers in games in which either Keenan Allen or Mike Williams missed last year. He averaged over 16 fantasy points per game. And we cool. expect that offense to take a big step up. Uh, I think he's really solidified himself as as the number three. Uh, KJ I'll say KJ Osborne. O- oh, yeah. KJ Osborne. <laughs> KJ Osborne. Listen, the, the Vi- people are sleeping on the Vikings offense. Yes. And maybe not as much. I've been screaming about them for a couple weeks. Other people have as well. Like, Last year, Kirk Cousins threw for over or for over four thousand yards. Was one of six. Um, was one of six quarterbacks. He's one of six quarterbacks in the NFL to throw for over thirty touchdowns and over four thousand yards each of the last two seasons. Here's the other five: Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, and mm. Kirk Cousins. And so Kirk Cousins did this last year: thirty-three touchdown passes, um, uh, over four thousand yards. And the Vikings were bottom 14 in pass rate. Like they were conservative last year. And now here comes KOC 
with Wes Phillips from the Rams, yep. McVeigh tree. It's going to be a very similar offense, pass first, pass heavy. Jefferson Thielen, Osborne, Irv Smith, Dalvin Cook out of the backfield. The Vikings are going to have a really fun and explosive fantasy friendly yep. offense. I did, I did a I did a column for uh, RotorWorld.com, NBCSportsEdge.com that published yesterday. My 10 list of 10, and I had 10 bold predictions. And one of my bold predictions was, it's a bold prediction, so don't clickbait me here, but this is my bold prediction was Kirk Cousins leads the NFL in touchdown passes. Hmm. I, I just bet them and in Vegas Justin, to win and that, the NFC. I love the Vikings, yeah. Yeah, and by the way, and also one of my other bold predictions was Justin Jefferson has the greatest season ever for a fantasy football oh, wide receiver. Jeez. All right, I'll try to get him Again, early. Again, it's a uh, bold it's a bold it's a bold yeah. prediction. But yeah, KJ Osborne, um uh I, I will tell you that uh Wandell Robinson uh, of the Giants, they're using him a ton. Dayball loved the slot, uh slot receiver, ton of targets to Cole Beasley last year, I think 112 with, with the Bills last year, they're using Wandell Robinson with the know who that all is. over the place. That, that that's a great nugget. I don't even know who that guy is, honestly. Yeah, he's gonna nah. be the starting slot receiver for the Giants and like Kadarius Tony and Kenny Galladay are the other two, and they both have str- have struggled to stay healthy along with Sterling Shepard. And Wanda Robinson is who Dayball took. That's who, you know, he's the only guy on the team of wide receivers that has the starting role that the new regime has brought mm. in. I like um actually, you know, you, we talked about Dallas. Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup's going outside the top 70 wide receivers. And I don't know if he plays week one, but he's gonna play, you know, week two or three. And like he's going to be the number two wide receiver on an offense that we think is going to be better than average, you know, hmm. with a good okay. quarterback. Uh, um, uh, this is not a this is not a, a sleeper um, by any stretch of the matter, but I think he's going too way too late in drafts. That's Allen Robinson. Never underestimate the importance of getting a quarterback upgrade for a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I, the most ex- glaring example of that, of course, is Cooper Cup last year who went from yes. Jared Goff to Matthew Stafford. But Allen Robinson's going from Chase Daniel and Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky <laughs> and Andy Dalton and Justin Fields to Matthew Stafford. Not bad. It's the best quarterback he's ever played with, and it's not close. Um, speaking of the same thing, Terry McLaurin. Whatever you think of Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz is by far the best quarterback mm-hmm. that he's ever played with in his career. Um, and uh, I can tell you that uh, – Jahan Dotson, they love him in Washington. Dotson yeah, you're a big Washington big. guy, huh? They love. I think, love I, think I remember you, you loving Washington. I do, um, I do love Washington. You have to take that with a grain of salt. But I'll just tell you, yeah. I know a lot of folks over there, and I'm I'm just telling you, rave reviews on Dotson. How's this? Um, you okay. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli Tires. 
Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm almost certain that nobody's asked you about this. I'm leery to mention it on the podcast since people who I'm drafting with listen to the pod, to this podcast. Trent Sherfield, Miami Dolphins. What do you hear? Uh, he has not he has not been mentioned to me. So okay. yeah, I have I you know that's an interesting one. The problem with Miami for me is um, who knows? I mean, right? There's a there's a there's a history there um, with McDaniel with Sherfield, but. 
you know, I just, I don't know what that offense looks like. I think it'll be good. And I think it'll be interesting. But to me, if I'm investing in the Miami Dolphins offense, based on both ADP and what I think will the role will be, I'm much more interested in Edmonds and Mostert at their ADP than any of the pass catchers. Cause mm. I don't know how it gets split up between Waddle and Tyreek Hill and they've got Kaseki and they signed Cedric Wilson and not that Cedric Wilson's going to be a fantasy factor, but he's going to get enough targets that maybe he eats into somebody else's. And I just, and I, we're, I'm still not convinced to as a, you know, a franchise quarterback. I think a lot of people aren't yet. So we just don't know what we're going to get out of Tua. And I just, that one just makes me, um, makes me nervous. I think yeah. Chris Olave is really interesting. Again, given Michael Thomas's health issues, Jarvis Landry is fine, but there's no upside there. If Michael Thomas misses time, Olave is just going to have a monster season. Pew. I like guys that, you know, it, you know, the, the Ezekiel Elliott of the wide receivers that no one ever likes is uh, Robert Woods. I get it. Mm, Robert Woods coming is 30 off a years. Big he's injury, over, though. Yeah, big injury, 30 years old. But like he's gonna start. Like he's he's been he's been practicing in the preseason. He's not he's not gonna start the season on the on the mm. pup list. Apparently is healthy. I mean, there was like a 26% target share that AJ Brown had that he took with him to Philadelphia. Doesn't seem like Traylon Burks is ready for prime time just yet. He's still mm. a work in progress. Like him over the second half of the year, but at least initially. Robert Woods is going to be the guy um, and he's going outside the top 40 among wide receivers. Yeah. Everyone wants to talk about Romeo Dobbs and I like Romeo Dobbs, but um, uh, Alan Lazard yeah. is going to be Aaron Rodgers' number one wide receiver. And he's being drafted outside the top 50 of wow. wide receivers on Yahoo. Well, actually I mean, Aaron, like, Aaron Jones might be his number one receiver. Right? That's fair. That's fair. Uh-huh. They're the both guys. I think Dylan and Jones both have. The other thing is, uh, you know, they, Matthew, don't you think? Yeah. Again, the reason I mentioned Sherfield, Miami's schedule is brutal. They play amazing quarterbacks. They're going to get scored on a lot. They're going to get lit up. I know their secondary is good. They're yeah. still going to get. And Miami, I think, is going to be playing a lot of catch up. Whereas the opposite for the Packers, I think their defense might be the best in the league. They're going to be shutting people down, and I don't see them having to throw the ball around a lot. I think they'll lean on Jones and Dylan. But again. That's more speculative versus who's yes. going to actually play, right? Uh, no, I, listen, I think Jones and Dylan both have big, big years. Uh, we did this stat again on Fantasy Football Happy Hour. I'll give a shout out to my show. Um, but in these seven games, and by the way, it's also my love-hate as well. Yep. Jones and Dylan both made my love, the love list on my love-hate. But there are seven games in the Matt LaFleur era in which uh, Aaron Rodgers played and Devonta Adams did not. And in those seven games, Aaron Jones averaged over 25 fantasy points per game, which last year would have been the number one running back in fantasy. He averaged almost five targets a game as well. So, you know, 100% there. And then A.J. Dillon, like, again, you heard Matt LaFleur, 1A and 1A. A.J. Dillon caught 34 balls last year, which I think people were shocked at. People were absolutely shocked at. So, yeah. uh, which he proved he could catch the ball, you know. And so, um those are those are some guys. I'll give you a couple other yeah. quick names here late in your draft. I think Isaiah McKenzie, he's a little bit beat up right now, but uh, out of the slot, they absolutely love him in Buffalo. He's going to have a uh, – I think he's going to have a big year. Um, uh, listen, everyone likes – you know, George Pickens is sort of the uh, the shiny new thing, yeah. but I think that's legit. Uh, I like Christian Kirk, by the way. That's a You're the guy, end. huh? You're the guy who likes Christian Kirk. <laughs> well, no, here's the thing on I Christian like – 
Well, you follow the money. People, yeah. people are are anti-Christian Kirk because they couldn't understand why this guy got eighty-four million dollars or whatever it is. But that's not your money. What do you care? The fact I of the matter care. is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like it, the preseason game that he played with the starters, he got seven targets. Every other pass catcher combined for seven targets. Follow the money. Doug yeah. Peterson is a former NFL quarterback, former Andy Reid disciple, obviously, you know, uh, head coach of the Eagles. He's a pass-first guy. He didn't, they didn't bring in Doug Peterson, former NFL quarterback, to have Trevor Lawrence hand off. He's going to be throwing a ton. By the way, that team is bad. The defense is bad. They're going to have to be throwing a lot. And so Christian Kirk is a good wide receiver, and we think Trevor Lawrence is a good quarterback. You can't judge anything last year on the Urban Meyer mess, right? But, like, Trevor Lawrence came into the NFL as, like, the most heralded college football prospect since Andrew Luck. I'm not willing to say that Trevor Lawrence all of a sudden sucks after one, you know, dumpster fire of a year um, yeah. last year. And so yeah. I think they will be throwing a lot. And I think yeah. Kirk is going to have a monster year in terms yep. of his targets. Uh, I will Matt, also say, yeah. why can't I give you one more? Yeah, one more fire. I mean, Matt, I could do this all day with you, literally, because you've got so many good guys. But give me one more and then we'll wrap it up. I'm a believer in Isaiah Likely, the the rookie tight end for the Baltimore Ravens. I don't they know run, They run. Isaiah Likely of the Baltimore Ravens is having a okay. monster preseason. He's going to be their number three pass catcher. They run a lot of 12. They're going to run two tight end sets a ton this year. And so after Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman, Isaiah Likely is going to be the number three pass catcher on the Baltimore Ravens. And I know everyone thinks that they're going to go more run heavy this year. And that last year was an outlier because all the running backs got hurt. And so, you know, last year the Ravens were top nine and they were ninth most pass attempts in the NFL. And, Jackson was throwing it all around and Huntley was uh, later in the season when Jackson got hurt. I believe what well, you think about this year, Gus Edwards going to start in the pup list. JK Dobbins. We don't, he's iffy for week one. You got Mike Davis, Kenyon Drake. They may have to throw. And That's the other thing, point. Jason is, is that I think gets lost. And so Isaiah likely has had a huge preseason. Um, uh, and so I'm a believer in, in him in a big way. Uh, but what I would say to you is, is that, and this is something that gets lost a lot in fantasy football analysis. This will be my last point. And I think for, for your listeners and for you to consider is that a football team, an NFL football team, is just like, in many ways, any other office in America. It's a workplace. And football players are people, just like the people you work with. And just like the people you work with and just like other workplaces, there's office politics there are people that are favored by the bosses. There are people that aren't. There are relationships. People sometimes get rewarded when they shouldn't. People have egos. People do sometimes things that they're self-motivated by. People sometimes do things out of fear. Like players have emotions just like all of us. They're human beings just like all of us. And they have both good and bad emotions. And so uh, if I am Lamar Jackson, and I've met him once in my life when he was a rookie, so I can't say I know him at all. And this is, this is entirely speculation. I've not heard this from a source or anything like that. This is pure 100% speculation. But if I'm Lamar Jackson, and I'm, a, and I'm sitting there looking at the fact that a guy in my division who has insane, you know, insane is the wrong word, has some horrific off-the-field allegations against him. Right. And hasn't played football in two years and got a guaranteed contract of basically a quarter of a billion dollars. And then I look over to Denver, and here's a guy uh, who's on the north side of 30 and just got another quarter of a billion dollars. And I'm young, 
and I'm a unanimous MVP. I've got a unanimous MVP trophy to my name. If I'm that guy, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm sitting there looking all around. I want to be the highest paid quarterback in, in, in the NFL, you know, bar none. I want my, where's my quarter of a billion dollars guaranteed. And so as he enters this season with his contract, like if you're Lamar Jackson and you can check out of any play and you can call whatever coverage you want and you're sitting there somewhere in the back of your mind going, you know what? Mm-hmm. I deserve a quarter of a billion dollars or more. And by the way, he does given the NFL economics right now. Yeah. What's he doing? Handing off or is he throwing? Oh, they don't, they, they don't, you. they don't look at you. That's deep, dude. I'm just, I'm, listen, I'm, I want to be clear about this. I'm not saying I think Lamar Jackson does anything to hurt the Ravens chance to win. At the end of the day, he's always going to try to help the Ravens win. I'm not saying he's going to go rogue just to try to pad his stats while looking out for number them. one though. No, no, I'm absolutely not saying that. But what I am saying is, is that if I'm Lamar Jackson, I've got an ego to me and I'm just going to be like, Whoa, I'm looking around the NFL and I'm seeing these other guys um, that, you know, that whether it's because of their age or because of their, their other baggage, getting these massive contracts. <clears throat> and I am young, and I have literally won a unanimous MVP trophy. And I've led my team to the playoffs every year. Where, what, why, where is my quarter of a billion dollars? Yeah. I'll show you. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't, like, again, I don't think it's like I'm going to pad my stats, but I think it's, it's a mentality of, like, I'll show you. Contract year, baby. It's a contract year. I want. Yeah. I'm gonna ball out like nobody's business. And so again, I just don't think he's gonna be. He's listen. They're still gonna run, but I just I think Lamar Jackson has a monster year, and I think he does it with his arm as well. And so uh, I'm not concerned about the people that say like, oh, I think the volume will be low, and I just don't, I think they're gonna be run yeah. heavy. I'm like, I don't know, man. I just I don't see Lamar Jackson saying like, eh, it's all right. I'll just keep handing off. I totally I agree. Yeah, he's gonna ball out. The good stuff, Matthew Barry. The congrats on the move to NBC. You can find him on Peacock, uh, Roto World. I mean, he's basically everywhere in the fantasy space. And after you lose in week one, everybody, do not be too depressed. The season's not over. I've started zero and three and made the playoffs before. It it's a long season, and that's where Barry comes in. Like every week, you got to be scrolling that waiver wire, right? You got to know what's going on. Yeah. Barry's the guy. I appreciate that, Jason. Can I get one more plug in? Sure, you know, fire one of, away. One of, one, of, one of the reasons I left NBC, we talked about a lot of the reasons I left NBC, but one of the other reasons I left, that I left ESPN for NBC, is I have these side businesses under the brand Fantasy Life that I'm really trying to build up, that I'm really like, NBC's been super supportive of them, um, and uh, I really appreciate it. So fantasylife.com, presented by KFC, is available and 100% free. I'm, so we got the sponsor uh kfc which is we're so thrilled uh thrilled with their uh with their belief in what we're doing at fantasylife.com it's a bunch of free tools that help you in your fantasy league it's 100 percent free and when you're there you can sign up for the fantasy life newsletter which is also 100 percent free it's a quick five minute read that comes for me and my team every single day that uh, gives you everything you need to know about fantasy football that day if you read my newsletter every day you would already have known about Wondell Robinson and Isaiah Likely, Jason. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm way behind, dude. By the way, do you get to eat free at KFC for like a couple years or no? I believe so. They're sending over some stuff. I love KFC. Like my I, kids, you know, it. I have always... not been there enough. Uh, if KFC yeah. wants to throw some things my way, I will gladly do it. I'm out here in LA. You know, they, they, these guys try to eat healthy, and I've not been to KFC in a while. But 
I will just because you just brought it up and now I'm hungry. Um, I'm just telling Matthew you. And I, I would, I'm sure if KFC were on the phone, they would say we also have healthy choices for you. So, oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. they, yeah. KFC has come on upon as the uh, as the presenting sponsor of, of FantasyLife.com and helping us launch relaunch the site. And so, uh, really thrilled and appreciate their support and uh, appreciate uh, you having me on, man. It's, hey, it's good stuff. Please come check out FantasyLife.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.